0: All right, hi everybody! Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray for You. Hope you guys had a nice weekend. Uh, <laughs> what you can stop, like free smiling there?
1: <laughs> I just, I just felt. I excited. know, I know. We
0: got to do like a thumbnail. The thing is, we have to do a thumbnail, right, for the video afterwards. And the problem is, when we do these recorded videos, we we never get a good thumbnail because it's always like you know the middle of us talking and right, exactly, just like that. <laughs> Like that. And they all just look terrible. And so I told Kristen right before I hit record that I was like, all right, just, just, you gotta smile now because we're not gonna, if we just hit record and start talking, we're just gonna look terrible again. And so now she, she like holds the pause for like 10 <laughs> seconds.
1: Well, I just be giving it a little insurance. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I'm talking. So at least you would look good. Even if my face is all contoured and stuff, you would, okay. All right. <laughs> Hope you guys had a good weekend. So, um, really quick, I want to talk about, um, making sure you seize your window of opportunity. And this is, I'm going to put this in part of the relationship series, if for no other reason than because it was important to establishing my relationship with Kristen, but it really has a lot of uh, other parallels. I mean, not just parallels, but other applications in different areas of your life. And, you know, one of the things I notice is that this younger generation of people doesn't seem to act with any sense of urgency with anything. It's just, they kind of have this sort of, attitude like they're going to live forever and be young forever too, which is why you see a lot of people in like their 50s who are still trying to act like they're in their 20s or just like not really progressing through life. And when when you're young, when you're like 18, even a little older than that, it's very easy to look at your life and to see this like just massive amount of years and just think, oh, you know, I'm not even going to think about death or anything like that. And to be clear, yeah, when you're 18 years old, death is hopefully – a long distance away. But what you're going to find is that in between where you are and, and in between death, okay, there are a lot of different stages in life where certain things pretty much have to happen at the right time or else you close your window of opportunity. One of the most obvious examples, uh, is if you're a woman and, and you believe God's put on your heart to have children. Well, you know, you have certain biological realities, uh, that limit when you can do that. Okay. Uh, For younger people, I see a lot of times where they have maybe the opportunity to go to college or go to graduate school. They don't do it, and they kind of drag. And then, you know, life happens, and all of a sudden you're in your mid-30s or mid-40s or something, and you're not where you are in your career, but it's kind of too late to go back because who's going to hire it's Things can get pretty messy, and it's no different in relationships. Now, I'm not saying God can't provide miracles, but what I am absolutely saying is you can – miss a window of opportunity that God provides for you, okay? And that it does have consequences sometimes. The most obvious example of this is when I think of the story in the Old Testament of, of the flood, and we all know about it, right? Noah builds the ark, and the animals go on it two by two, and then they float around until it's time, you know, for the waters to recede. But it's not a story about a flood, right? It's a story about a window of opportunity. Because Noah is telling all these people there's going to be this flood. There's going to be this deluge. You need to repent of your sins and you need to get on the boat, by the way. What happens is they all ignore him until it's too late. And then the angel, they actually said, the Bible says when the, the angel shuts the door on the ark and keeps it shut so that nobody can get in. It wasn't a matter of, okay, you're right. Now we see, we see you, you were right. We were wrong. Now let us on the ark. No, that window of opportunity was closed off. Okay. In the New Testament, in the book of Acts, we see where Peter is imprisoned in a jail and uh, a lot of Peter's friends are praying for him. A lot of the church is praying for him to be released. And an angel of the Lord comes and visits Peter to free him. But he doesn't just show up and unlock the, the, you know, unlock the gates or everything and let him out. He says, hurry, Peter, get up. Hurry. Put your, put your shoes on. Put your coat on. There's a a sense of imminence. Doesn't say, all right, just, hey, I'm here. Don't worry about everything. I'm going to put this on pause or something. Everyone's just going to sleep. Just take your time. Gather yourself. No, he says, hurry. That's something that you see a lot of, okay, in the Bible, where, where certain things have to happen at a certain time. You can't delay. Just like we don't want to keep God waiting, or we don't, we don't like when God keeps us waiting, or we feel like that. We don't want to keep God waiting. And indeed, God won't wait forever. You might be thinking, of course, what does that have to do with a relationship? I mean, I've been praying for the woman in my dreams my whole life. Listen, the moment I see her, I'm going to go get her. Well, first of all, I don't know that that's true. uh, Because a lot of times what happens is people get into relationships that they know are not God ordained. And then the other person comes around and you're stuck, right? You're stuck in this other relationship. That's part of the enemy's ploy. And the other thing that happens is even if you're not in a relationship, and by the way, Krista and I, knowing this, we're both single for, I think, seven years before we met each other, because I didn't want to be in a relationship with someone else when the right person came along. And by the way, when you're in that wrong relationship, don't think the enemy is just going to keep you there. He's going to try to progress you to a point where now you know, you're know you missing out on what God has for you. you. The wrong relationship becomes the wrong marriage, becomes having children with the wrong person. Uh, You know, again, Joel Osteen talks about how if you get off track in life, God can get you back on track just like a GPS, and that's true, but... If you're 50 years old, God's not going to make you 20 again. You know, if you're missing a big chunk of your life, the things that should have happened back then still, it, there's nothing magical about it. It's not going to get undone. And God can compress things and, and, and God can make up for lost time. But, you know, the, the longer you wait, the more you're going to miss out on. Okay. I could have missed out on Kristen. I prayed for a long time to find Kristen. And what I noticed, and I didn't realize it at the time, but right before I met her, see, God was preparing me in a bunch of different ways, you know, personal development, spiritual development. But the last thing I had to be prepared for right before I met her was not to miss my window of opportunity, okay? And I told you about this where for whatever reason, like within the the two months before I even knew that you existed, all of a sudden I took this weird fascination in in people who had just missed out on life. You know, women who said they wanted to have kids but they put career first and they never had any serious relationships and now they're 40 and they're single and they've got their career but they don't have their husband and you know now it's too late to have children according to their doctors, whatever. I mean, that is a bad place to be. Or men who you know maybe dropped out of college and or didn't develop any skills. And you know, when you're 22, it's not a big deal, you can turn it around. When you're 32, it's a, it's a bigger problem. And at 42, it's a real problem. And I, I was just, for some reason, I, it was just really impressed to me that you could, you can miss this. I even watched that movie, which you didn't, weren't that thrilled about, uh, La La Land. And if you were, if you know the plot of that movie, basically the two main characters get together, um, but their relationship just falls apart in the end. And, and you see that the male character played by Ryan Gosling, uh, is really regretful of it. That's sort of like the last scene he looks up and he's very regretful. And you might think, well, that's not a Christian movie, and it, that's true, it's not. But God uses secular things, and so I had all these things just impressing upon me at the same time. Like, you can miss out on life. You can miss if you if you drag your feet, you can miss out. So that when I met Kristen, all of a sudden I thought, I don't want to miss this. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drag my feet. I'm not gonna give someone else the opportunity to step in here. Okay. And what the enemy will try to do is he'll try to, he'll try to work on your insecurities, your anxieties. Oh, you don't listen. This person lives far away with Kristen. You know, you don't really know this person. She's a little younger than you. She's not going to be interested in you. And, and by the way, you're comfortable the way you are. You don't, you know, you don't want anything interrupting your comfort zone. Guys, listen, I'm telling you, whether you're talking about in a relationship, whether you're talking about in your professional life, in your spiritual life, whatever, sometimes you have certain windows of opportunity. I will never forget. I've told you this before, where, you, uh, listen, I was really struggling with whether or not I should ask Kristen out. And you might think, why would you not ask Kristen out? She's a perfect 10 in everything. Well, listen, I'm telling you, when you're in a comfort zone and when the enemy sees that you're about to come into your destiny, he'll try to stop it. But I remember looking at uh, Kristen's pictures on Facebook and just feeling right inside here. And I, Again, not an audible voice from God, but just I felt like the spirit of the Lord telling me. If you don't take this window of opportunity, it's going to close. And in a few years, you're going to look at these pictures and you're going to be kicking yourself in the head because it'll be too late. And I'm here to tell you today that sometimes it's too late. Now, listen, if you believe you have missed your window of opportunity for something. All right. Well, here's the good news. There's still breath in your lungs. okay, and God can still make use of whatever you have left in your life. Maybe you're 85 years old. God can still make use of that. Maybe you're 40 years old. Like I was right before I met Kristen and feeling very sorry for myself. I should do, excuse me, a sermon on self-pity next, by the way. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um,
1: Most expensive party you ever throw is a pity party.
0: That's true. God can work miracles, okay? So if you feel like you've you've missed your window of opportunity in something, you got to lay that at God's feet and God will show you he's got a great plan for your life because you have not done anything that's taken God by surprise. Just like God wasn't surprised when the israelites uh betrayed him and acted in fear and refused to go into the promised land so god kept them out but it's it's both sides of the story right the israelites never got to the promised land in that generation god said you know because you you haven't had faith i'm not letting you in so the point is simply this you can miss your window of opportunity you can miss out on what god has for you but if you're hearing this message now i suspect it's because god wants you actually to put that at his feet to repent and that god can God can give you a spirit of renewal, and he absolutely will allow you to exercise the plan that he has for the rest of your life. He's got a brilliant plan for the rest of your life. Whatever's happened in the past, He he's willing to wipe the slate clean and put you on a new track going forward. But, you know, the old saying, I'll close with this, that an ounce of prevention is worth more than the pound of the cure. It's better not to have to be in that position in the first place. All right, so that's my message for you today, guys. Whether it's in a relationship or your professional life or whatever, try not to miss your window of opportunity. That's all.
1: That is so good. I'm glad that you didn't miss this window of opportunity to ask me out because that was that well, was just like window. just
0: like I was feeling, you know, the anxiety about it. You know, on your end, you tell me about how the enemy was telling you, oh, he's not going to be interested, and you're too, too young, too young. Oh you know, yeah, because so some of the guys are like, oh, we don't want a young, hot girl. I mean, you know, why would we <laughs> want that? I want no way.
1: Uh, um, Sorry, did you want to say something about the the, the sermon? (laughs) You know, yeah, it's so good because, see, that's a great example. Your falling through in obedience to God and the window of opportunity affected not only you, Mm -hmm. but it affected me. And it'll affect when we have kids someday, or those children. It affects now our families yeah. and the joy they feel for us and the people and this ministry, all the people on here who wouldn't be doing this. And that I think is a great example. Whatever your window of opportunity is, it's a it's a huge ripple effect. It's not just you think, Oh, okay, I miss out, whatever on this. You think of, you don't think about all the lives that are at stake, all the blessings, all how your decision impacts other people, both negative, negatively and positively. Um And you're so right about that because I remember you saying that about the window of opportunity and I was like, well, you know, God's grace and, and that's a great way to put it because it is. God God has grace. His mercies are new every morning and that's the point, not to miss now, but It's so true. Just like we don't preach enough about consequences. Yes, God's, God, you know, God definitely, when you repent, He forgives you of your sins. But we don't preach enough about preventative of not doing things. They do have consequences. Actions have consequences. Same thing with the window of opportunity. Yes, if you've missed something, God's grace is there. He's going to get you back on track. All those things. But let's prevent things too. Let's, let's keep in mind that you could miss that. Yeah. So- you know,
0: right before one of the other things I left out was um, I was thinking about one of my friends and I'm a lawyer and he's a lawyer too. And he's much, much older than me. And uh, he's, I think probably, I think he's 84 now. And so this would have been two years ago. So he was 82, never married, never had kids. And let's just be honest. I mean, what's, what are you gonna do at 82? You know, uh, Joyce Myers talks about her father, who was a horrible, sexually abusive person his whole life. And she got him saved, like within a year or so of him dying. Uh, alone by the way and she says one of the saddest things like yeah okay you got saved that's great and he's in heaven praise God for that but his whole life was wasted you know yeah. Charles Stanley says the same thing I mean you know these people who just put off uh salvation even saying mm-hmm. well you know I'm not going to die I want to live my own my own way and then you know I'll get saved later okay well first of all you could die anytime secondly um you're you're missing out on living your fullest life now and yeah it's great if you get saved at 70 that's great but let's not you're not going to live to 140 right let's not lose sight of the fact that god doesn't give you any days to be frivolous and you know he wants he wants you now and he wants you on the right path now because absolutely you can absolutely miss out on the things that god has for that's you
1: that's right and you know if anything that this pandemic has taught us about the quote unquote uncertainty of life but god is certain god is is, is a secure footing god is certain but to make the most of those opportunities you know i think of even cuz i love to travel doing things before the pandemic experiences and doing things because then, you know, the world shut down and it was like, oh, I'm glad I had that experience. I'm glad I did that. And, it, you know, and we're still able to travel. But my point is, is that you think, oh, I always have this experience. I'll always have this. I'll always do that. But you just never know what every day brings to so doing those things. And also little things, the obedience every day. Um, I know that sometimes God will say, you know, talk to that person or tell me the Holy Spirit will prompt me to do something. And I've noticed the times that I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. You kind of forget about it. But the more and more you allow the Lord to speak to your heart and follow through with that, the more he opens up to you. And you don't know what impact you're having on someone's life. So it's very important, even those little things, not Mm -hmm. to miss those opportunities.
0: Absolutely. Well said. All right, baby, can you open us up in prayer, Absolutely.
1: Thank you, Lord, that you have given each and every one of us opportunity, God. Like Jordan said before, if you have breath in your lungs, God has that opportunity. You have that plan and that purpose for every person listening, God. And the reason that every each individual is listening to this is by design, is because you don't want them to miss out on what you have, is because you have so much, God is because you're saying, don't look back. It's just as bad to just to just live and regret about something. God doesn't want you to live there. God wants you to ask for his for, for his forgiveness and then forgive yourself. God if God forgives you, forgive yourself and then move into what God has for you. because that's that's just as much of a sin just to stay in that place instead of moving into what God has for you and using your gifts and letting your light shine. So God, help each and every one of us to hear your voice and be faithful to you and obedient to you in the small things and the big things and follow through on the opportunities, God. Thank you for not letting us miss opportunities. Thank you that we hear your voice. Thank you for correcting us and and putting us on your path, God. And I pray that each person, each person listening would, would just not miss anything that you have for them, God, but that we would be open to what you have. God, we we don't we give you control. Sometimes our brains are so so narrow minded, and you say my ways are not your ways, my ways are higher than yours. And sometimes we get so in a soda track that we can miss the opportunity because simply we are thinking on this track and it's our own our own way to do things. But God, we ask you to break down the walls so that we don't miss the opportunity, because sometimes opportunities are disguised as obstacles. We think they're obstacles. We think they're things that we don't want or that are not in our plan. But God, it's in your plan and you have the best plan for us. So God, help us to be open to those things. Help us to open the doors. And the things that we don't want to do that we know that you put in our heart to do or the things that you are tugging at our heart or even the little tiny things about maybe giving a word of encouragement to someone or or somebody who, you know, put put things in our heart, Lord. And let us follow through with those things and never miss an opportunity, God. But always be open to what you have. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. like how when I sit back here, your head looks like it's three times the size of mine.
1: Oh, here we go again. Oh, sorry. So,
0: <laughs> All right. Just go. Would you do like that?
1: to confess? No,
0: no, no. Just go ahead. Just, just do our prayers.
1: <laughs> that is true. That's depth of field in, in uh, yes. film. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have five... Five prayer requests. Uh, Do you want me to do all these? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Juanita, our regular listener, Juanita. we love you. I hope you're watching this episode, and um, you're you're an amazing, amazing woman. Very encouraging to us. And you were saying that when you don't hear from me, um, it's bad. I feel numb. My sister is very sick. She lost two kids on the same day to drugs. Oh, hurts too bad to talk. It doesn't seem real. God bless. Jordan and Kristen, you are my rock.
0: Oh Lord, just hold on a second. I appreciate those words, but we're not your rock, right? Jesus has to be your rock. That's how it is. And we're we're happy to pray with you and everything, but Kristen and I are just blood and flesh, and you know we depend. We are fully dependent on on God and on on Jesus and on on the sacrifice on the cross. So that's that's what you should put your faith in
1: absolutely and and it's a good place because God has so much for you, Juanita. I know you've been you've been through a lot, and God just wants to come and put his loving arms around you, Lord, I pray for Juanita right now that you comfort her and you just give her the desires of her heart, be with her sister, be with this whole situation, God, God, I can't fix it i I don't even know what the words are to say sometimes, but you know God. And you know how to make it right. And you know how to bring restoration, God. So bring restoration to the situation, God. Bring your power. Bring your peace. I just pray right now she feels in her entire household, in her entire body, in her entire um, just family, God, feels your healing presence, God, feels restoration, God, feels where the desert places, the barren places have vegetation again, Lord, and feels your will and your way in her life, God, and feels your presence and your power and your peace and just overtake her and overwhelm her with the weight of your glory, Lord. In Jesus' name, we love you, Juanita. Amen. And then we've got... PJ, a new listener, I think, and uh, so so nice to meet you, PJ, he says um, he has severe pain in his right leg. In Jesus' name, we pray for PJ's leg. I, I pray and I'm, I I just ask you, Lord, um, we just pray that this leg lines up the will of God. We pray for the pain to stop in the mighty name of Jesus right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray for every muscle, everything to just, just line up with the will of Jesus right now. In Jesus' name, we pray for healing. God, I pray for your healing, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Samina says, pray for my family. Lord, we pray for Samina's family. I don't know what she's going through, God, but you do. I pray that you are there for each member of that family, God, and that you just clothe them with strength and dignity, Lord, and just lead them into your promises, God. In Jesus' name. And Nalini, another another one of our regular listeners, great to hear from you, Nalini, and says, the trial that he's going through, she's going through is very hard. So we pray for Nalini, Lord. Lord, you deliver us, Lord. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears. Oh, Lord, you deliver. You are our rock, our deliverer, our everything, our ever, ever present health in time of need. God, I pray for Nalini, Lord, that you would just open up your way and take off the weight. She's carrying this weight. God, take off the weight, Lord, and replace it with your glory. Replace it with your, with your beauty, God, and lead her into the beautiful things you have. We pray for all these people in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. You want me to do the call of salvation? Oh, yes. Do it. Do right. it well, it. cause I mean, you just, you know, I haven't gotten to do anything anymore. Well, a
1: that, that's just, so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Well, listen, um, now it's the part of the service where if you like to make Jesus your Lord and become born again and guarantee your one-way ticket into heaven, this is the time to do it, to accept Christ as your Savior. So it's very simple. Just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins, come into my heart, I make you my Lord and Savior. That's it. If you said those things and you meant it, congratulations, you're born again. Uh, if you were to die of a heart attack in the next minute, don't worry, you'd be going to heaven. But more than that, again, it's not just about where you're going to uh, when you die. It's about now you're submitting to God's will for him to give you a totally fulfilled lifetime now. All right. And so that's something that you should be very excited about. We encourage you uh, to get yourself into a good Bible-believing church, as Joel Osteen says, and um also to, you know, watch our videos and as we try to, you know, help you navigate this life a little bit. Good? It's Thank great. you, boss.
1: As- <laughs> Did you call me boss? Yeah,
0: that's right. Well, you know why? Because The Bible says, of course, listen, the Bible says that wives are to submit to their husbands, but husbands are to love their lives like, love their wives like Christ loved the church, and Christ loves his church as a servant. And so I am her servant. And so, not that you would ever boss me around.
1: No, I'm not bossy. Mm Okay. You're not bossy either.
0: Yeah. All right. So now you have to do my line.
1: Oh, isn't this man wonderful? That's what you, it's (laughs) up.
0: No, I mean you have to close out the show.
1: I know, but that's what you usually do to me. So. Oh, oh
0: okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, we're so glad that you. <laughs> we're so glad that um, you tuned in tonight, and we can't wait to see you again on Friday at seven thirty Eastern Standard Time. Make sure to get those prayer requests in. We would love praying with you and for you. You can um, comment on this video. And um, or you can send us a message, and we love we love being with you. And thank you so much. Until next time, God bless you, and have a great week. Bye.
0: <laughs> I do your that's the bye thing, right? Yeah. That was good. Bye. <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs> so silly. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570
1: and FM 102.3.